stop. This is First Past the Post. Tales of the First Five. Brought to you by... Ashia Agarwal. Navya Singh. Yashita Chinduru. Shreya Singh. And Sahani Pichara. Put on your powdered wigs. And listen in. It's time for First Pass the Post Debate Edition. Today we have our two teams, the Federalads and the Democulic Redudicans. And I think Burr is on a team of his own or something. And now, your man, Steve Harvey! Oops, wrong script. And he, now, here's your host, Ashia Agarwal! Alright, and the saga begins. May the odds be ever in your favor. Let's start with some quick fun interviews. It is I, the legendary Aaron Burr, one of the most controversial people in history. And in 1804, I was the one who killed Alexander Hamilton. And as Miss Swift correctly says, Except it was to the stomach. Okay, that's a colorful backstory. Moving on. Hello, fellow citizens. I mean... Hello, fellow citizens. My name is Thomas Jefferson. I was in the House of Burgesses and attended the Continental Congresses and also wrote the literal Declaration of Independence, a great accomplishment. So much so that it is on my tombstone. I also was the U.S.'s third president. Finally, I died on our country's 50th anniversary, July 4th, 1826. Eh, whatever, no one cares. I'm John Adams, and I lost to Jefferson and Burr for presidency in 1800. Honestly, I don't like him all that much right now, you know, since he's on the other party, but I did have a peaceful exchange of power with him, so I guess I'm not the worst, you know. And my name's Lola, uh, I'm just a civilian. Okay, thanks for those insightful, um, intros. We got commercial sponsors. Oops. Anyways, we are back with round one. My first question for you is, what do you think about Jefferson's 12th Amendment, which says that the elections for president and vice president are going to be voted for separately? Uh, seriously? Way to rub it in with the first question, dude. Burr, you're just salty because the 12th Amendment didn't let you be my VP anymore during my second term. Boys, be professional. We will start with the defense. President Jefferson, you have the floor. Well, I believe I discussed this before when I created the 12th Amendment. I want the president and vice president to have separate elections. It would be stupid otherwise. I disagree. You're getting greedy for power. If you keep making biased changes to the Constitution to accomplish your own goals, what was the point of a democracy? You're giving yourself way too much power. Well, Burr, where do you think our checks and balances system comes in? Uh, well... Hmm? Seems like I won this debate just like I did 220 years ago. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you so much, everyone. But it's time for the next topic of discussion. Really? Well, you... (laughs) How dare you... Um, we'll be right back. It's time for round two. Our topic is Madison versus Marbury, one of the most important Supreme Court cases in history. Basically, his last day as press, John Adams created new slots in the Supreme Court and was trying to fill them with Federalist judges the night before Jefferson was inaugurated, so Federalists would have more pull in the Supreme Court. Smart move, if I do say so myself. 
But what really happened was that the Secretary of State was sent to deliver the paperwork to the new appointed judges overnight, but Jefferson ordered Madison not to deliver the papers to the new judges the next day, so only some judges got their papers, and I, William Marbury, wasn't among them. Shush, you both. So Marbury didn't get the job as judge, so he sued Madison. Now that that's done, let's begin the debate. Finally! Now where's that Madison jerk? Give me my job! No, Madison doesn't have to. You didn't get the paperwork, so the process wasn't finished. But Adams already signed off on it, Jefferson. The process was already finished. Uh, no, John Adams didn't have the power to create new slots in the court. John Marshall, a Supreme Court judge, actually ruled that decision unconstitutional, and it gave the court the power of judicial review or being able to check the legality of laws, making it a very significant case, so ha. Uh... I guess Marbury is speechless, so Jefferson and Madison won? Or did John Marshall win? Never mind, let's just move on. Welcome back to another episode of First Past... Oh, oops. That already happened, didn't it? And round three, foreign policy number one? Right, round three. For this round, we have John Adams. And also You're going down, Adams. Okay, anyway... We'll be talking about the Louisiana Purchase. Um, who would have an objection about the thing that doubled the size of our country? Um, I mean, I do. Well, let's give a little history to our listeners. On it, Spain secretly gave Louisiana to France, so no one knew about it until after everything had already happened. But as soon as I found out, I sent James Monroe to Paris. I told him to buy New Orleans from France, an important city for trade, and also as much land as possible under a budget of $10 million. But then guess what? The France needed more money for their war, so they gave you 530 million acres worth of land and also unlimited access to the Mississippi River, Gulf of Mexico, and trading ports? Uh, I meant that to be a rhetorical question, but whatever. Anyways, you're right. So, I had a dilemma here. As a Democratic Republican, I was a strict constructionist of the Constitution, which meant I technically couldn't purchase that territory. The Federalists thought I was being unfair. However, I told Monroe to go ahead with the offer. Hypocrite! So, Federalists didn't hate the purchase, but it was a fact that Jeffy here wasn't following strict interpretation of the Constitution. Like Exactly! How come you didn't do that? It was a good deal. Three cents per acre, and we have to put aside our beliefs for the greater good. Well, I mean, I guess you're right. It did pave the road for westward expansion. So, the winner is Jefferson? Let's see if you win next time. Welcome back, everybody. Unfortunately, we're nearing the end. We're on our last round, round four. For this round, we have Miss Lola Wesley and a recurring defendant, Thomas Jefferson. Finally. Wait up. I haven't introduced our topic yet. So, listeners, our topic is the Embargo Act of 1807. Okay, get on with it. I can't wait for this to be over. Okay, okay. Let's start with Lola's argument. Your stupid act isn't letting me and the rest of the U.S. trade with any country. We just needed to stop trading with the world so France and Britain won't interfere with the U.S. economy. It's for our country's own good. You think citizens becoming penniless is for our country's own good? You wouldn't understand. You've been a rich foreign boy since birth. Back to the topic. Lola, what do you suggest he have done instead? Maybe not raise up an army, Jack? Miss Wesley, I wanted to keep my citizens safe. This is why I didn't once run for another term, because of ungrateful. 
You said you wanted a less powerful central government, but you made the military I understand it didn't work, but I only did it because Great Britain and France were stealing our ships and disregarding our power in our own waters. I had to do something. It really would have helped if you insolent citizens didn't start smuggling. You are- Oh my god, stop! This is getting way out of hand. This is not a debate anymore, just children throwing hissy fits. I'm not your therapist. <laughs> While we figure this out, uh, whatever this is. Bye. 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 You're all. Hosted by Ashi Agarwal, Navya Singh, Yashita Chunduru, Shreya Singh, and Sahana Pichero. Directed by Mrs. Margaret Ann Tucker. Product Administrator, Ashi Agarwal. Content Editor, Shreya Singh. Sound Editor, Yashita Chunduru. Visual Editor and Financial Assistant, Navya Singh. Source Verification by Sahana Pichara. Sound effects and music provided by the Anchor app features and Spotify. Information provided by various sources linked in the description or something, I don't know. You better not steal our content or I'll sue you and we'll contact the Jatari to abduct your cows. If we say anything offensive in this podcast, pretend we didn't say it, we don't want to get cancelled. No animals, plants, people, or not Pringles were harmed during the creation of this podcast. Except maybe our assistants and guests and the crew. Wow, you've stayed until the end of the credits. Well, we don't have a post credit scene like Marvel, so... Go away now.